Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Abortions dropped significantly since Roe v. Wade has been overturned. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, I think, Matt, when you really talk about these, these numbers, each number is a child that has been given life because of this overturning of the Roe and Casey decisions. Every number is a child. And here's some of those numbers, and it's staggering. Mm-hmm. So this is a new report released uh, recently. It shows that there are now more than 32,000 fewer abortions on average across the nation from July 2022 through December 2022, That's after the U.S. Months. Supreme Court overturned yeah. uh, Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Right. I mean, that's that's the the decision occurred on June 24, 2022. That's just a few months. Right. Over 32,000. And this uh, is really ironic, too, Matt, because this report comes from a pro-abortion research organization. Yeah, <laughs> this is the Society of Family Planning, a pro-abortion research organization, and it conducted the report and delineated that there was an average of, get this, 5,377 fewer abortions each month across the country than before the Dobbs decision was also uh, decided and that it overturned uh, Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Almost 6,000 little lives. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. On the earth. It's incredible. So a further analysis of the report's data found that the abortions uh, plummeted by nearly 96% in the 13 states with abortion bans put in place shortly after the Roe and Casey decisions were overturned. See, these bans work. So that really shows you where it's coming from. On average, it's coming from, I think in part, some of the states that actually still have abortion or that are very liberal because when you have this discussion about abortion, people begin to think about it and they may change their decision. Um, but also you're seeing this specifically in 13 states where you had a 96% reduction in abortion. I mean, that's staggering. Right. And you have to, on the other hand, you look at why the pro-abortionists, why Planned Parenthood has fought so hard against overturning Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. I mean, it got violent. It got horrific. But they were fighting so hard because they make a lot of money. They don't care about all these little lives that are on the earth now. They care about getting uh, money in their pocket. And so as a result, thank the Lord it's been overturned. And now the work is continuing in every state to protect these little lives. This is uh, some interesting statistics. Uh, In the states with current abortion bans, which are Alabama, Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, West Virginia, and Wisconsin, uh, the report revealed that they had, quote, a cumulative total of 43,410 fewer people who had abortions, 
and a, quote, monthly average of 7,235 fewer abortions after the Dobbs decision as compared to pre-Dobbs. Praise God. So in those 13 states, an average of 7,200-plus fewer abortions, meaning 7,200-plus more people living Mm -hmm. in those states, on average across the country, taking all the states into consideration, on average over 5,300 fewer abortions. Uh, we're talking a significant decline, and there's more states. You know, Florida's not listed in there as one of those states, and the reason is is because Florida has this terrible decision going back to 1989, NRA TW, at the Florida Supreme Court. We have two briefs at the Florida Supreme Court right now, and we are asking the Florida Supreme Court, number one, to uphold the abortion law that is currently before it, which is a 15-week abortion ban, just like what was before the Supreme Court of the U.S., with regards to the Dobbs decision. And number two, now that you have this case, just like the Supreme Court, overturn the bad past president. As the Supreme Court overturned Roe and Casey, the Florida Supreme Court should overturn this 1989 NRA TW, therefore freeing up the legislature to pass laws like the 15-week abortion ban and the brand new law that was just signed by Governor DeSantis, and that's the Heartbeat Protection Act that says when a heartbeat is detected, you can't have an abortion. That's basically a six-week abortion. Right. And, you know, Florida has been one of the states that has shown an increase in abortion since the overturning of Roe and Casey. But that is primarily caused by women traveling to Florida for abortions. But once this six-week ban is in place, that will stop that. That will stop it. Uh, And of course, that'll be challenged as well and go up to the Florida Supreme Court. But we pray that the Florida Supreme Court will overturn this NRAE TW case. Florida needs to be a destination, is a destination. It's leading the country in so many different ways in the economy and tourism, in new jobs, and, uh, you know, four of the five top major cities with the lowest unemployment rate are cities in Florida. Florida's leading in so many different ways, but Florida does not want to lead to be in the category as the most popular abortion destination. And the way to stop that is obviously the laws that are being passed by the legislature, which is a good move by the legislature and Governor Ron DeSantis, but we have to get this Florida Supreme Court decision overturned. So Liberty Councils filed a brief at the Florida Supreme Court asking the court to overturn Roe v. or asking the court to overturn NRA TW uh, and return the court decisions back to more of a constitutionalist interpretation rather than an mm-hmm. activist court like you saw back in the 1980s, just like pattering that what happened at the U.S. Supreme Court. One of our briefs that we filed is on behalf of a number of African-American, Hispanic organizations and disability organizations, and we talk about uh, the racist eugenic history uh, that we are asking the Florida Supreme Court to reject. Uh, Liberty Council's brief actually cites and discusses Charles Darwin and his book, The Origin of Species, which I wish people would always use the entire title. I know it's long, but people always just think of Darwin's book, The Origin of Species. But the title of it is The Origin of Species by means of natural selection or the preservation of favored races in the struggle for life. Favored races. Favored races, meaning that there's some races that are not favored. Mm -hmm. And that means that 
what he wants, what Margaret Sanger implemented, what the eugenic movement is all about, is eliminating certain categories of people, whether they're black or brown, whether they have different levels of IQ, whether they have certain supposed disabilities, or whether they're just inconvenient, just eliminate right. them. And that's Darwin. You know, if we talk about removing these uh, racist eugenic past, we need to overturn, as the Supreme Court did, Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. In Florida, we need to overturn N. Ray T.W. And we need to get rid of this Darwinian ideology that has infiltrated our communities, our schools, and really is the root and foundation of this division of races and this classification of people that are not made in the image of God in that particular view. And when you believe you are no different than an animal, that you can be eliminated based upon your ideology or your status or your race, uh, then there is no ultimate respect for human life. And when you cheapen life at one end of the spectrum in the womb, you cheapen life all the way through the spectrum, all the way to the end of life. You know, Matt, I must say it's it's quite a humble privilege to, first of all, we filed the amicus brief in the Supreme Court case when Roe and Casey were overturned. In our brief, the court actually referred to it. We filed in many states, but to file these two briefs in the Florida uh, case and to see what God will use those briefs on that behalf is such an honor and such a privilege because, you know, Florida is all about freedom and these children, these unborn children deserve the freedom to live. Well, and you go back to 1989, uh, Liberty Council, we founded a Liberty Council in 1989 and I was volunteer general counsel at the time for Florida Right to Life. Mm -hmm. Ken Connor was the president of Florida Right to Life. So now you're kind of seeing full so circle. So we're teaming yeah. up with this uh, brief <laughs> Uh, yeah. asking the court to overturn Article 1, Section 23's interpretation to include abortion, which it does not, but that's what they did back then in 1989. We filed an amicus brief in 1989 asking the court not to go down that road. Unfortunately, the court did, but now we're back, mm -hmm. and I believe we're going to see victory. So continue yes. to pray for the case that's at the Florida Supreme Court and for our work in defending the sanctity of human life. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org. And for more information on life, lc.org forward slash life. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. 